Alright, what's up guys? Welcome to another episode of the T-Moz Boss Show. And in today's episode, I wanted to talk on... Well, it's going to be a music episode, but I wanted to talk on uh, creating original sounds versus using uh, pre-made loops. Now, uh, for those that don't really know about music that much, I will give y'all an explanation. So, uh, if, but if not, then, you know, yeah, what, whatever. I, I don't know. I, I don't know who's going to be listening to this podcast episode. I imagine that, you know, some of you guys may not know that much about making music, but I feel like, like, yeah, if you overall know about making music, like I, I can see somebody, um, overall, uh, tuning into this episode if they're wondering like is it bad using pre-made loops versus using um original original sounds that you've created now i want to overall kind of give y'all a little backstory about my history with pre-made um pre-made loops because the majority of my music has been built off of pre-made loops do i feel bad about it no because see here's the thing if you're just using one pre-made loop and then you're turning that into a four-minute song, then that I can understand. Like, you know, yeah, that that's going to be a problem. But if you're using multiple loops and you somehow, someway manage to create a song out of it, fam, I don't see what could be the issue with that. Because I have used Beaterator. There's like this old like PSP um, uh, like music making um, program. And I, fam, I was making music off it. And that's how I even discovered that stuff in the first place, like pre-made loops. If I had not had never discovered, like, pre-made loops, bro, I had just probably been, yeah, I, I probably would have just, you know, learned the hard way of how to create music, um, original, like, sounds and, you know, my own loops and stuff versus using somebody else's loops. So, um, no, like, I had, uh, um, I, so I remember it was, like, when I was 12, and I, my, uh, my, I think it was, who was it, my mom or my dad? Regardless, one of my parents had bought me um, that program, Beaterator. It was this program um, made back then uh, by uh, Timberland. And so for those that don't know who Timberland is, Timberland, he's a very famous music producer. I mean, he's made music for Aaliyah, Missy Elliott, Justin Timberlake. Um, where are some other artists he's made music for? I mean, this, this man, he, he's a goat. All right. He's a legend. Um, when it comes to like music production, it's, you, you know, there's, there's, I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of like music producers that you guys listen to or know about. And they will say that Timberland is like, you know, like he's an inspirational dude when it comes to like just making them sounds and stuff. So anyways, um, but yeah, so I had, um, I went ahead, uh, got that program and I didn't really know like what it was like at first i thought it was a video game but then once i got it and i realized what it was i was like oh okay so i kind of just was like listening to a bunch of different um sounds and loops and mind you i didn't i had no idea about like how to make music like i did not know so i was just kind of fooling around seeing what i can like you know come up with and I think, uh, yeah, the first song that I ended up coming up with is the first song that I posted on my um, YouTube channel, which is this song called uh, Def 101. If you go to my main channel, T-Moss Boss, and you look up Def 101, you can just search up um, T-Moss Boss, Def 101, um, 101, 101. Um, yeah, you know, you'll find it. And that was the first ever song that I've ever created. And I was only 12. Like, that's the thing. Like, I was only 12 when I did that. So that's why I'm like, I, I, I'm trying to think, when did that game come out? Cause Or music program? Because if it came out before, I might have even been uh, younger than that. Um, Beater Raider. 
Uh, that game came out in September. Okay, so no, yeah, September um 29th. So yeah, it was past my uh 12th birthday. So yeah, I was 12. Fam, I was 12 when that game hit came out or music program. So anyways, um 12 years old creating music, and then just you know as the time progressed on, I was just creating more and more and more. So anyways, um eventually it did get to a point where I had discovered like other music programs, and I think the second why well, so I remember when I. Started started getting into music my uncle he told me about fl studios so because my uncle he also um made music and stuff so anyways um i swear man i come from like a, a like a music background like i got um because i'm trying to think my dad he just more so listens to music i don't think he ever did i it, it wouldn't surprise me if he did i mean like he i'd feel like the man he could come up with some good stuff because there was even a day i remember he was sitting down telling me about making music and i'm like Bro, my dad used to be a DJ or something. Like, how how does he know these things? Like, he was telling me things. And I was like, bro, I thought like only I knew about. But it's like, no, like he he knows. And so, um, whether he heard it from my uncle or he just knows himself, regardless. But that and then my mom, she used to sing in the church. So yeah, like music, it, it runs deep in my blood, man. Like it's it's one of those things where it's like at some point in time, I know I would have had to create a song of some sorts. So. I went ahead, um, you know, I was like kind of just looking around because I think so I think actually did my PSP stop working or did I just stop using it? I think I stopped using it. And then I also like I also had sold because this is at a time when like, you know, GameStops was still taking like PSP games and stuff. So anyways, I sold um, Beat Raider. Uh, I think I, I think I got it back at some point in time to make more music. But I, I remember I did sell it at some point in time. And then uh, eventually that's when I had found out about this uh, program called Magic's uh, Music Maker. And Magic Music Maker is pretty much, it pretty much was Beta Raider and stuff, just a, a little bit more advanced version of it. So anyways, um, what's going on? Getting a text message. Hold on for a second. All right, I'm back. So, but anyway, so yeah, that's when I, I saw, I started using Magic's uh, Music Maker uh was using that kind of like fooling around with they pretty much just giving it the beta raider treatment and stuff so um then i started making music off of that and i felt like i made some pretty good songs like bro i could think of like one song that i made off of there called um explode and bro i that's still like so i had to say like off of beta raider the best song that i had created off of um that was this uh um, it was a remix of a song that i had made um called far from over so i had like the far from over remix in my opinion that was like the best work that i've ever done on uh beaterator and then um explode i made that off of magic's uh, music maker and i was like fam this is good i like this like and you know and it's crazy just like you could get all these different loops and then you can just make something so magical you know so I, if anything, i feel like that because i know people look down upon that you know they look down upon using like pre-made loops and stuff and i'm like if you want to get started off into making music that's how you um make, get into making music you use some pre-made loops make the best out of it and then eventually work your way up to just creating your own original music and stuff whenever you feel comfortable and you take all the time you need to take i mean it's like it doesn't it ain't like the thing is this with music music is never gonna die off so you can take all the time that you want to take in the in the world that you know in your lifetime whatever on you know when you really want to get like super serious and you know just like really start making some stuff and things but anyways so um i did so i was using magic's um music maker for a little bit made some uh music off of that and then eventually i stopped using that i remember i asked for fl studios um at one point in time uh for christmas 
And so the thing was, like, that's why I didn't know about FL Studios. And that's the reason why I didn't really get too serious into FL Studios because that's pricey. Like, when you look at some of these high ends, like, they got Ableton Live, FL Studios. I'm pretty sure there are some other ones that, you know, cost a lot of money. But FL Studios is mad expensive. I mean, you're at least spending $500 if you're trying to get, like, the best of the best. Yeah, I think uh, their highest um, one or highest, like, uh, like not app, but um, program. Because it, it's so it's the same program. It's just that they give you more uh um like not material but like more ways of making music and i think the most expensive fl studio package uh let me check real quick all right so that um shop oh they actually have went down in um unless i've unless i just um don't know but anyways so i got uh so I have the so I have the producer. So yeah, I bought the producer. Um, well, actually, you know, I know. So my mom had bought me the fruity um uh, edition, FL Studio Fruity, and that's only a hundred dollars. But you really so I, the the funny thing is is that it doesn't matter which one that I have. I'm gonna make the best out of it. Would be the Raider beginners like you know kind of program you don't really it's like it's on the psp like for those that don't know like the psp was like that handheld playstation um device so i was making music off of that and then i was making music off of like of a laptop that wasn't even really equipped to do nothing you know and then um eventually yeah i worked my way up to uh using fl studios and i remember um uh, after like or no like after kind of just having FL Studios for a while I had um bought this uh um like a music pack so there's this music pack that comes with like all these different sounds and samples so the thing is is this like you can so it's I know people probably would ask like how do you make a sound how do you and I think that's something where it's like you gotta go into a studio and actually make a sound and stuff like so if you want to like get like a drum kick yeah you're gonna have to like go into the studio and then like like record the drum kick and then change the audio rather than, um and me i'm like rather than doing that i'm like i'd rather just go and buy like a drum kick uh sound but fl studios no it comes with like some sound so you can like change it up yourself like no fl studios is like a like the high end like this is what like metro booming and freaking you know all the other like high-end you know music producers and stuff somebody like probably like dj kelly like they probably i wonder if he uses fl studios i think metro booming i think he does um does dj Khaled use fl studio it wouldn't surprise me so there's all uh, like uh so somebody comments spark so there's like but it takes a great producer like me to tell them the sound is garbage they're fake they don't fall for that trap he added many producers spoke up and took a stand against Khaled, including a hit boy who explained that he actually used fl studio to produce some of the we the best moguls biggest hits also he so it sounds like uh dj Khaled is against um fl studios dang so this came out last year so there's like dj Khaled faces backlash for a resurface interview saying producers using programs like fl studio and logic have it too easy bruh so it's like my okay I, I, I want to talk on that real quick because now now there's like a, a whole new, you know, thing done open up within this podcast episode. How else am I supposed to make music? My thing is, is this. I don't have DJ Khaled. Let, let's just see um DJ Khaled's uh, net worth. 
DJ Khaled's net worth to 2023. 75 mil. So I imagine that he's probably making a lot more than that, you know, when it comes to music. Because, I mean, you got, like, streaming uh, sales. You got YouTube views. You got a lot of... You're making a lot of money, most likely. So my thing is, is this. I'm not DJ Khaled. I'm not making money like that. I'm doing the best that I can. And the fact... No, here's the thing. The fact that I have made great music and that's one thing i will never look at any song yeah there have been songs where i'm like nah that's not gonna work and i just don't go with it and i'm like i'm gonna create something better than that but the fact that i have created good music from beater um beaterator uh magic's um i think it was it called magic's music maker i feel like it wasn't called magic's um uh, magic's music maker no it was called magic's music maker yeah yeah, yeah, I know it was, it was. All right, so anyways, but the fact that I've created good music from Beaterator, Magic's Music Maker, and FL Studios, and I feel like just recently I've really created some good music and all from scratch, the only thing is like, yeah, maybe some sampling, but it's like, all, all artists do that. All artists, they find something to sample, and then they have it, you know, within their music. You can look, you can listen to some, look at Kanye West. I'm like, nah, that man, they literally, he got on Wild and Out, and they made, they literally made fun of that man for using samples. But it's like that, bro, that's like how good music, when it's like you can make something into another, or into a song, it's like, bro, yeah, that's, it, that takes true talent. So, anyways, um, but yeah, I'm like, how is you going to get on people for using FL? And I feel like no that's something where it's like okay how did you start off i'm like if you yeah if you started in an era because i'm like when, let, let's just overall see how long um dj khaled's been making music because i feel like he, he didn't really start catching his big break into that man is 47 years old huh wow all right all right so 1998 so the career there was like during his early career dj or khaled became acquainted with several young artists Help them before their break um, through. These include Birdman, Lil Wayne, and Movado. One of his first jobs was at New Orleans record store um, Odyssey, where he met both Birdman and Lil Wayne in 93. After leaving Odyssey, he began DJing in, um, in reggae, sound clashes, mixing, dancehall, and hip-hop. His first radio game. Okay, so you know what? Because it, it just, it, it don't really says, like, you know, when he got into, you know, music production and all that stuff. But it's like, okay, so... If you're DJing, right, you know, because I, I feel like if anything's like, you know, this is me slapping down my Uno reverse card, but I don't have anything against DJs. I have even thought about DJing myself and like, you know, just mixing and all that stuff. Um, like just, you know, random songs and just, yeah, you know, just performing at clubs and things. I thought about that. That's something that I genuinely thought about. But no, like, that's like if I were to look at DJ Khaled and be like, you had it easy because you built your name off of remixing um other people's music. And, I, and it's like, if I'm saying that in a disrespectful way where it's like, oh, he ain't creative. He all oh, he's just doing is mixing. You're not creating that song. You're just messing around with it. So you, do you see how dumb that sounds? Because I'm like, bruh, if that's what the crap likes that's what the crowd likes so that's why i'm like yeah i it's something where it you you cannot get on people about using a program and i'm like bruh that's literally how a lot of us have to make our music and i'm telling you like some of besides my music some of the music that i've heard like others create through fl studios oh my god like it, it is some i wonder if uh that one edm guy um excision does excision use fl studio 
Excision replied to a user on Twitter about the DAWs he uses, and one of them is FL Studios. Okay, so yeah, he, so yeah, he, and I'm like, bro, Excision, if you guys listen to that man's music, oh my god, that is some top tier music. Nah, bro, Excision, that's somebody where I'm like, I gotta see if I'm following him on social media real quick, because I'm like, nah, you, you create music like that, it's like, you're, you're honestly, you're, you're on some good stuff. All right, I'm following him on Instagram. If I'm, follow, I'm not even following. All right, I'm fine. Now I'm following him on uh, Twitter and stuff. But so, yeah, uh, wait, excision. No, I am. Oh, no, I am. I, what, what is this? What is this account? I, I don't know that account. So I am following him on uh, Twitter. Okay, so I, I just had to uh, check real quick. But yeah, I'm like, bro, it's okay to use programs to, you know, make your music. And I and I do believe that it's, it is okay to start off using loops um, and then eventually work your way up. And uh, yeah, I'm like, so that's what I'm trying to do is like shake using um, pre-made loops. And though, like recently I've created some music and I'm like, man, this actually sounds good. Like this is genuinely me making music. So, yeah, I'm like, I'm all for it. And what's crazy is like, bro, I'm literally just using my mouse and my keyboard to make this stuff, man. Like, I'm saying, like, I, I like how I put myself in challenging, or even if it's not even challenging, if people say it's they, like, that's the easiest way of making music regardless, I'm like, bro, I like to challenge myself with this type of stuff. So, I'm like, bro, I don't see how I'm going to go wrong with it, but I'm like, it, it's, the thing is, is this, however, if, if, if you want to create any form of art, whether you and it's like, okay, let's say like you're wanting to be a painter. If you want to use your hand, paint brushes. I've seen people, they've used some of the most wildest objects to paint with stuff. It is okay. And that's the same with music. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to use, if you like it, if you approve of it, fam, go with it. So anyways, and that being said, I will talk to y'all later. Thank you guys for watching and or listening. If you're viewing this on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. And if you're viewing this on podcast streaming service, make sure you follow or subscribe, however it's set up. Make sure you subscribe to one of my 50 YouTube channels. Follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and Instagram at TMOSBoss. Here in the car outside. And uh, kick um, at TMOSBoss. Wait, wait, all right, hold on. Make sure you follow me on um, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and kick. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Follow me on all socials at TMOSBoss. Follow me on uh, my Facebook page at TMOSBoss fan page. And if you're purchasing any tickets from SeatGeek, make sure you use my promo code TMOSBoss. It will knock $20 off your first purchase. And if you're purchasing any... um energy drinks or sleep drinks from poggers make sure you use my promo code tmosboss so that uh, that will knock 10 percent off your next purchase bro i don't know how to do podcast episodes no more i'm i am straight struggling right now and if you are purchasing any um controller accessories from fatal groups make sure you use my promo code tmosboss that will also knock 10 percent off your next purchase i almost said make sure um it was like no if you're uh purchasing any i don't even know what i'm trying to say anymore i'm just gonna end this episode thank you guys for watching and or listening and peace